0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Someone Should Have Told Me. I am here to tell you that we have to seize the day, seize the moment, seize whatever time that we have and make it count, make it matter. We cannot dwell on things that we cannot do anything about. You know, depression is something horrible to feel. Depression is like you just can't do anything. It has no hope. It has nothing but you are in control of you. And you are the only person that can get you out of the depression. And you need to seize the moment, seize the time, seize whatever it is that is making you depressed and help you to move on. Now, you guys know me and my family just went through that miracle that a lot of people just cringe when they hear that we lost both our parents at the same time, 17 hours apart. And we could spend so much time being depressed about that, but my parents would not have wanted us to. I watched both my parents when they lost their parents. And I know for a fact that my father, when he lost his mother, That was the worst thing that had happened to him. But I watched him handle it in stride and with class and with grace. Same thing with my mom. My mom tried to take care of her mom. Had her living with her for a while until it became so much. And no one was there to be a big help. And then once her mom died, I seen her pain, but they lived their lives. We can't do anything about that. And we have to seize the day and seize the day for ourselves, for our lives. There was not one day that my parents did not get up, get dressed and get things done. They had seven kids. Even after the kids were gone, when we would go over there, they were at the age they are now well, were when they left, which was 88, they still got up every morning and seized the day. Got up, got something done, did something. There was not one day that they just laid in the bed and said they didn't feel like getting up or laid in the bed and watched TV all day. They never did that. Not one day that I can remember their whole life, or should I say my whole life, that I witnessed them. They got up and they seized the day, whatever was necessary. And you know what? You feel so much better when you get things done, when you get things accomplished. If you don't accomplish anything, then you have nothing to be proud of. So you got to get up. You got to get up and you got to do something. You have to seize what you have of the rest of your life. So you get up, you make your plan, and you cross things off your list. And then when you lay down at night, you feel accomplished. You feel like, oh my, I did this I did that and it is a awesome wonderful feeling when you feel like you have made a good day out of the day. Some days you accomplish more than other days and every day is not gonna be a great day but you get what you can out of it. you take, what you can, and make the best of it because you only get one life. You want to be able to say that you had a good life. You want people to say that you lived a good life. I know I want people to say she didn't waste no time and she lived her life to the fullest. She seized her day every day and seized the moments you know sometimes there are moments and you might not even feel like doing anything for instance my son and his wife they came and to the city and they wanted to have an airbnb so they had a very nice airbnb but we were having a big dinner And at first, they wanted to have the big dinner in their Airbnb. But, you know, Airbnbs, they're not that popular on you having no big party unless you have let them know ahead of time. So then we said, "Okay, we'll cook the food at my house and then we'll carry the food over to the Airbnb. I believe it was Thanksgiving, as a matter of fact, last year. And so we end up just cooking the food. We end up eating here at the house and then going over to their Airbnb for dessert. We seized the moment and we didn't waste any time. We would have been overwhelmed with trying to cook in someone else's house because, you know, how messy things can get sometimes when you cook. So therefore, when we cooked at my house and then tried to pack up the food to take to the other house, that didn't make sense either. So when we decided to just eat here, we seized the moment. Seized the moment of the day. And then to go over to their place and have dessert. And then they invited some people over, some family members and some friends. And it was going to be very nice. Well, my husband, he was like, I'm too tired. I don't want to go. And I'm like, dear, they don't live here. You're not going to be able to do this tomorrow. You cannot give up this moment. These are precious moments. So you're Gonna get in that car. We won't stay long. It will make them happy because they want to entertain us, Airbnb, so that everything isn't just all on us. And they've got an Airbnb. They want to spend some time in it, but they want to spend some time with us as well. So please get in the car and come on. You'll be glad you did once it's over. So like pulling teeth, he did get in the car and he came and we had a wonderful time because we seized the moment. We're not gonna get that moment again. And so I'm so happy that he listened to me and he came on and he seized the moment. Now, I regrettably say that I didn't seize the moment. When my older brother turned 60, he's having a 60th birthday party. My husband had worked all day. I think I had worked all day as well, but we needed to go because he's only going to turn 60 once. He's only going to have a 60th birthday party once. And so whatever we needed to do, we needed to get it done and go. But we did not. And I regret that I missed my brother's 60th birthday party. It'll never happen again. And I missed it. Another thing that happened. So my son went to a high school that taught him how to fly small planes. This was a high school. And so me and my husband had a big argument about it because I'm like, oh my goodness, he has found a high school that he can go to and he will learn how to fly a plane. This is amazing. My husband is like, no, it's in a bad part of the city and I don't think he should go. I'm like, how could you say no? He has to seize this opportunity. If I don't let him have this opportunity, if we do not let him have this opportunity, we may regret this for the rest of our lives. We have to seize this opportunity. We argued because He had got accepted into this other high school where you had to have a 3.0 and it was, you know, based on academics and that was awesome, but that's not where my son wanted to go. He had been talking about flying planes and then he had found this school and I wanted him to go. So we let him go. After much discussion, he ended up going, and I don't know what would have happened if he went to the other school, but it was high school, and therefore, he was flying a two-seater plane around the city. Amazing! In high school, this is going on, and so I had Broke my ankle in the wintertime. Um, maybe it was like March. I broke my ankle February, March. Had to have surgery. Was off work for four months. And the, my first day back, I'm taking my son to school. And he tells me, oh, mom, tomorrow I get to fly the plane and you can come and fly with me because the other student that would have flown with me, he is not going to be able to make it. So my instructor said that you could come. Oh my God, I wanted to go. I wanted to go so badly, but I had just went back to work. This is my first day back to work. And so then tomorrow would have been my second day back to work. I should have went into my manager's office because you can appeal to a person because they are a person. I should have went in there and appealed to her and tell her I want to go and fly with my son and I could come to work afterwards. But I did not. I'm so worried about my job that I told my son I couldn't go. My son is 33. Now, I regret that day so much. I regret it with the core of my soul. If I could go back to that time, I would definitely do whatever it took so that I could fly with my son. At that time, I figured there would be other opportunities and I needed to go to work, but that job did not mean as much to me as my son. And I regret not seizing that opportunity. So when opportunities come and they are opportunities that you may not get back, you have to seize them then so that you have no regrets. I regret not going with my son, and even though he always says, Mom, it's okay. I understand. Well, I don't understand. I don't understand that I put my job before that opportunity that I could have flown with my son. It could have made his whole life turn out differently because that feeling that he would have had just with me riding in the plane with him that could have changed his life. But what's meant to be is meant to be. Didn't go. And therefore, that's a regret that I have. But I don't want you guys to regret anything. I'm telling you now Seize every opportunity that you can. Make your life the way that you want it to be. Seize the moment with your family members. Seize the moment with your friends. Seize the moment of the day. Make yourself proud each and every day of your accomplishments because Being proud each and every day is going to make you proud of the life that you lived. Seize the day. Seize the moment. Now I'm thinking about last Easter. Last Easter, my parents were in that assistant living. And of course, when you walk in, it didn't smell the best. My mom couldn't, like, go far to a lot of places or whatever. And my oldest sister, she wanted to have dinner at the assistant living, and they were going to cook. We probably could have done something differently, but it was Easter, and she wanted to plan the Easter dinner there. And everybody was like, oh my God, we're tired, you know, from working. We're tired from the things that we have to do. Maybe we're dealing with our husbands, maybe not wanting to go to the assistant living. It's a whole bunch of things that revolved around having that dinner in that assistant living when. More than likely, somebody should have probably headed at their house, went and got my parents and brought them. But my mom was bedridden, pretty much. And so she wasn't going to be able to come. So that's why we were trying to have it at the assistant living. So we end up not having it. And my sister recently... Said to me that she regret that we didn't. Well, had we known that that was going to be our last Easter with our parents, we probably all would have suffered through having the dinner there, which we probably would have appreciated that now. But we didn't seize that opportunity, and it's okay because then. We were there even though we didn't eat dinner. I remember that we brought food for my parents. My brother, my youngest brother, he brought food to my parents every week, every Sunday. His wife would make dinner and he would bring it to them even before they moved into the assistant living. But we did not take that opportunity. And so we did not have that last Easter meal with my parents. And it is regrettable to a certain extent because that would have been a memorable occasion no matter how it turned out. And it would have been something that we could have talked about and laughed about. But we did not take that opportunity. And it's okay. It didn't make us or break us, but it just would have been one more thing that we would have shared with my parents. I'm just trying to let you guys know that when opportunities knock at the door to be with your loved ones or to get something done or just be proud of yourself of what you accomplished within a day's time, that you need to grab it, do it, make it, be it, experience it. You need to do whatever is necessary to fulfill whatever it is that needs to be fulfilled because not gonna get it back. Not gonna get your day back. So you have to seize it while you can. And now we are approaching Thanksgiving. And Thanksgiving, when I was little, we always went to my grandparents' house. And then you would be there with your cousins and all your aunts and uncles. And it would just be a grand old time. Lovely. And then my grandparents passed away. And then we started having Thanksgiving at my mom's house. And it was nice. Everybody's there and you're having a good time. Well, when I married my husband, he didn't have any Thanksgiving traditions his favorite holiday was Halloween because his parents were not together and they didn't have Christmas together. And he said that no matter what, he always got candy on Halloween where he might not get a gift on Christmas. And Thanksgiving, he didn't have any family that he wanted to spend you know thanksgiving with and so therefore when we got married our thoughts about thanksgiving was totally separate i'm thinking it wouldn't be a problem we're going to go to my parents' house why not he doesn't want to go to his parents' house so why wouldn't he want to go to my parents' house this is great then thanksgiving came first time and My parents are, you know, religious, and so there wasn't drinking and all that stuff at my parents' house. They didn't even want to drink wine, which is fine. Who has to constantly drink during dinner? So you go, and then it's like maybe you play a game a little bit after dinner, and it's not going to last long. You're really out of there by 9 o'clock because my mom's tired and everybody's tired and so you're gone. So my husband did not want to go to Thanksgiving dinner with my family. And it's like, what? Why? What is going on? I think we went the first year and we still cooked at home because I understand you want leftovers. You want food for us to have at home. So We cook anyway. We cook and then we go and take a plate, a dish to my parents. Every Thanksgiving, it would be something. I wanted to go to my parents. He didn't want to go. So he would start inviting people to our house. Why would I want to sit and have dinner with friends when I can be with my family? my brothers and sisters, these are people that I grew up. So Thanksgiving was always kind of in turmoil for us. Some Thanksgivings we went, some Thanksgivings we didn't go. We always cooked at home though. And I remember one Thanksgiving and we had invited people over and my mom called me on the phone and she said, you know, that I want you here. You know that you should be here with your family. I don't understand why this is so hard. It's not like you're going to be with his family. I just want you here. And oh my goodness, I got off the phone with my mother. And it was too late to just say, okay, we're gonna go because we had people coming over. And I sat at the dining room table, eating Thanksgiving dinner, and I cried through the whole dinner. And my husband couldn't understand why I was crying because I was there with him. Well, yes, I love you and I want to be with you, but I want to be with my family as well. And why are you making this so hard when I can be with everybody. It's not a big deal. It's a meal. Well, I want to just be relaxed. And my husband smoked cigarettes and my parents didn't want you smoking in the house. So he just wanted to be at home so he could smoke and that he could have a drink. And he couldn't set that aside just for a couple of hours that we had to, have this big discussion every year about Thanksgiving. So the last couple of Thanksgivings, I insisted that we go because I don't know, did not know, my parents were getting up in age. I don't know when the last time that I was going to have Thanksgiving dinner with them. And so we are going. I remember one year that we stayed and cooked. My son brought his girlfriend and we cooked and then we like, okay, we're going over to um, my parents' house and she got there, my son's girlfriend, and she would not eat. I said, why are you not eating? You got to eat something because we would get there in time to sit at the table with everyone so that we can have a prayer and just be with everyone and she wouldn't eat. And she said, All that great food that we cook, I gotta save room. I wanna eat at your house. I'm like, Oh my goodness. (laughs) I'm like, Just eat a little something. You'll still have room. Plus, you'll be there and you can eat that food tomorrow and the next day. It doesn't matter. But Thanksgiving, since I got married, always have been. A tug of war. And I just wish that I had put my foot down back then and insisted on us going because my children would be closer with their cousins and it would be a tradition. The only tradition that we have for Thanksgiving is that we cook and that it is a little traumatic because I was always feeling torn. Instead of bringing everybody together, I was always feeling torn. I wanted to be with my sisters and brothers, but I wanted to be with my husband too. And he just wanted to have us here alone in our house together. and I wish I had to seize the Thanksgiving day all these years because now my parents are gone and I have no regrets except for that one time that my mom called and asked me and told me that I needed to be there. It hurt my feelings then and Now that I don't have them for Thanksgiving, it hurts my feelings now. But it's okay because they never held it against me and they always loved me no matter what. And so we seized our relationship no matter what. We have to seize the day. We have to seize the hour. We have to seize the time that we have. And we have to not let it tarnish the things that we love and who we are. Now, my two sons will not be here for Thanksgiving. And I feel like that I didn't make a true enough tradition where they feel like they need or want to be here. And so that is a regret of mine and I will have Thanksgiving with my siblings this year and I'm seizing this moment, this Thanksgiving, and we will spend it together because no one else is going to feel like I do except for them, our first Thanksgiving without my parents. And It was a little traumatic because at first my husband started inviting people to my house for Thanksgiving because he felt like her parents are no longer here, so I will not have a fight about Thanksgiving. But what he failed to understand is this is my first Thanksgiving without my parents. I want to be with my siblings, because they are going to feel the same way that I am feeling. And even if we just have one more traditional Thanksgiving, and then maybe next year, we can start a new tradition with Thanksgiving being at home, and that will be okay. But I strongly told him, that I need this. I need this one last Thanksgiving with my siblings, and then we can move on. And we already had planned to have it the same place we always would have it, at my sister's house. Then maybe next year we can change the tradition, but we must seize the time that we have each day, each minute, each hour, each second, and make it count. Don't dwell or obsess over things that you can't do anything about and move forward and be proud of yourself when the day is done. Thank you for listening to me. I love you all, as I always tell you. And you can listen to me at Amazon Podcast Music. Google Podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio, YouTube. If you pull me up on YouTube, there I have a channel. And there are a couple of videos that I have made with Real Sisters Talking and Diabetes Get Away From Me. And you have to put my name in, Norlinda, N-O-R-L-Y-N-D-A, Murray, M-U-R-R-Y, and... You will get all my YouTube videos and all my podcasts. I'm on Reason Podcasts. I'm on Listen Now. Anywhere that you receive podcasts, I'm probably there. Have a great day. Have a great week. And I'll talk to you again soon. Love you again. Bye.